Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast is sponsored by fine people like Tom. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Missed on a Monday morning, the move. Missed on a Monday is the 12th song on The Move's first album, fifth track on Side 2. It was written and sung by Roy Wood and recorded on December 19, 1967 at the Olympic Studios in London. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we've reached... Hey, wait a minute. This looks like it's an original song. Again. Uh, I'll have something to say about that a little bit later on. <laughs> well, kind of original, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But we got Mist on a Monday Morning from The Move. Makes me feel as fresh as a summer's eve. Well, the song has a not-so-fresh feeling. <laughs> well, I had some mixed feelings listening to it. One was, I have heard so much from the 60s, it sounds exactly like it. However, when you listen to the words, I really like the words to it, because even though it's kind of some joyful, jaunty strings in the background, it's one of these compositions where it kind of conflicts with the words of the song, which seem to be about a homeless guy waking up in a misty Monday morning. This is 1968. Give him a couple years, and he's watching the pretty panties run on the playground. Oh, (laughs) jeez. While he's freezing to death and trying to pick up used cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) In a different person's song. Whose song is that? Aqualung. Oh, yes. Well, that's probably a reason why it didn't trip off, because I have tried to avoid Aqualung really all my life, but especially since 1989. Because I used to listen to a classic rock station back in 86 to 88, and... Yeah, I heard Aqualung a lot, whether I wanted to or not. And mostly it was not. For me, it's a song that's never gotten old. But for this song, yeah, it's got all the strings in it and everything. It's less Baroque like the last one. More of a little bit of a psych pop thing with the strings, but... I actually think this is a song that would have been better if it had just been acoustic guitar and voice. Because the lyrics are what stands out in it. That way you just hear what he's singing about and good vocals on it anyway. So without all the other decoration, it would have been a nice little break in the album. (laughs) Funny you should bring up decoration. I first heard this song last night and it drove me out of my gourd. 
because as soon as Roy started singing, my head said, I know that song. Yeah, I know it too, and I'm trying to figure it out too. What is that song from? I know that tune. What is it? It's a cartoon, I'm pretty sure. I even played it for the wife, and she was like, Yeah, I know. I can't. What is it? And then at 5.15 this morning, when insomnia was in full bloom, I snapped my fingers and I flailed my arms in the air. The shanty where Santa Claus lives! And I was still wrong, but I was really, really close. (laughs) Actually, it's from Santa's Surprise. Seven children from around the globe stow away on Santa's sleigh, and when he goes to sleep after working really hard that day, they decide to help Santa and secretly clean up his shack. And the children are fine representatives of 1940s cultural and racial stereotypes that uh Uh oh (laughs) yeah let me guess one sounds like charlie chan or more mr magoo's uh old forgotten yeah take your pick either one yes and he's chinese not asian which can cover a whole range over that area he's chinese and I know he's Chinese because he's the one doing Santa's laundry. Okay. Yeah. There's a black kid in it, and the less said about his character... I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> I was not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah. Yeah, the better. Yeah, man. He's your dad one. But it starts out with Santa singing a song as he's flying back home to the North Pole about, well, he's done his deliveries and it's Christmas time is over. And yeah, that's it. That's the tune of the Roy Wood song. Every once a year when Christmas comes, I pack my sled with stars and drums and I'm on my way with happiness for little girls and boys. There's a dead in the grass by the old towpath of corrugated steel. I may be sleeping there tonight, depending how I feel. I'm not saying Roy Wood stole it. Who's to say? Maybe he heard it when he was a kid, and he thought, well, nobody's going to remember this cartoon. I'm going to base my song, Missed on a Monday Morning, on this song. Or if it was just dumb luck and random chance that the notes that Roy came up with happened to flow in that order naturally to create the tune here. I'd say dumb luck and random chance. (laughs) Yeah. Because it sounds like an obscure enough piece of Christmas memorabilia. As for the Roy Wood song, though... I like the song in the Santa Claus cartoon, so yeah, I, I like this one. And I think what I like about it, even though it was like, what, you're doing another kind of baroque song right after doing another one before it, what I like is it's different. It's not like the move picked one sound, like Cherry Blossom Clinic, and just use that sound through the whole album more. It's different from all the other songs, and that's nice. Because last night, mm-hmm. August 16th, I slogged through Paul Simon's One Trick Pony album. Other than late in the evening, every song pretty much sounded in the same sort of style as the other. And I'm not laying that on Paul Simon. And this isn't a snide, snarky remark against Jeff Lynne's, air quote, ELO, last three albums. But there are other people. I went through Foo Fighters' discography about a year or so ago, and it's... I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And it's pretty much the same. It's loud, grungy guitars, and there are some slower ones, but usually they're done with quieter, grungy guitars. The album didn't deviate from the Foo Fighter sound. I love this about albums 
like this. Not that the first Move album is the greatest album ever, but things like this and other ELO albums. And it's just where, suddenly, with all this established sound, we hear something with strings and harpsichords and flutes or pan flutes or some sort of blowy flute instrument. It's a nice break. I wish people would do that more often again. Oh, yeah. I mean, even the Beatle albums, hey, they use different instruments. Abbey Road has harpsichord on it. Nobody uses harpsichord anymore. Maybe it's time to bring that back, work it into a rock song. doesn't have to be something like this, but Jellyfish used a harpsichord on their songs, and both their albums are fantastic, and I'm still mad at them for breaking up after two albums. But yeah, it's nice if I can buy an album and the 12 songs on it don't sound like the first song. Yes, it is. You expect something from the Ramones, because the Ramones are the Ramones. It's Ramones, yeah. I know you kind of expect it from the Foo Fighters, which is why I'm not the biggest Foo Fighters fan. I understand Dave Grohl's a great guy and everything. Yeah. Which is why I can forgive it a little bit more than I can some of the Paul Simon stuff that I've heard, because not only does sometimes Paul Simon make some really boring albums, but he's an a, he's a, <clears throat> um, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Bossy boots? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, back to this. I don't know if he set out to copy some old song. The tune to it, to tell you the truth, is not that far off from a lot of English and Irish folk. Yeah. So it's not that much of a departure of typical traditional music that you could say, oh yeah, he stole this. No, most likely it's the same tune that different words have been put to for centuries over and over and over again. But the thing is, now it's stuck in my head, <laughs> which means that I kind of have to give it points. Got something to say about? Missed on a Monday morning, then called the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375, call now. Tomorrow, as some of you know, is Monday. And Monday, as all too many of you know, can mean the beginning of another dreary workaday week. It can mean that, but it doesn't have to. Not if you're tuned to your favorite CBS radio network station to hear the great morning lineup of entertainment. This is what you'll hear. Arthur Godfrey time, presided over by the irrepressible redhead with big-name guest stars like Arlene Francis and Kay Ballard. And musical treats from singers Kong Ling and Richard Hayes the jazz harmonica player Jean Thielman and Dick Hyman's orchestra. The Gary Moore Radio Show, starring one Garrison Morford and his sidekick Derward Kirby in lots of lively talk. Art Linkletter's house party with fun for all the guests, including you, and highlighting Art's inimitable children's interviews. And finally, the Bing Crosby Rosemary Clooney Show, presenting two great singers bringing song and friendly banter. All here, all available, Monday through Friday, at this dial address enjoy the podcast then let us know with the universal expression of love cash you get swell extras when you subscribe at patreon.com slash elo pod for one dollar two dollar or three dollars a show you get expanded episodes that include more conversation discussion about remakes full lyrics reading elo origin stories and other goodies you can only hear in the expanded episodes through a patreon subscription help a poor man build a pretty dream and give us lots of money at patreon.com slash elo
Hello, this is Dr. Troy with my thoughts on Mist on a Monday Morning. First of all, I love the title. I think it's one of the best song titles The Move ever did. And I love the song, too. I love the way the melody and the lyrics paint a very vivid picture. I always associate fog with my favorite time of year, the fall. And this song brings back memories of a time when we actually had a fall here in Indiana, when it wasn't 85 degrees in the middle of November, and then 35 degrees the next week. I used to sit on my front porch after waking up in the morning and just watch the sun come up and burn away the fog. That is just something that I will never forget and I wish we would go back to actually having a fall. Also, I like the way the lyric in the chorus, the protagonist in the song, isn't even aware of where his wife is. He is so in the moment that that is all he cares about, watching the fog on a Monday morning. And finally, this song reminds me of a song from the Beatles' psychedelic period. But even more than that, this song reminds me of how the Beatles might have sounded if they had started out as a psychedelic band instead of as a pop band. Well, we had a winner this week. And I will talk to you again next week. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra Podcast Channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, Cherry Blossom Clinic. Hill and Dale again this year. I brought glad tidings and a good cheer. So until another Christmas day, when I pay another call, I'll say Merry.